We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, I'll count us in. Three, two, one. What's going on, Packers fans? Welcome to another Saturday edition of the Pack-A-Day podcast. I am your host, Matt Fralick. Alongside me, finally, in a like trifecta format, is Janelle Mackey and Eli Berkovitz. Awesome to have you guys both finally in front of us. How are we doing? What are we thinking? It's a Friday. Not as much good stuff, Janelle, as Eli and I got to talk about last Friday with kind of some of the coaching changes and Sedarius so being cryptic. But Janelle, how was your week thus far? And excited to get us all three together. Yeah, I just I didn't even realize that this was the first time all three of us were actually doing a show together. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I was telling Matt before, um, you know, because Eli was running late, of course, but yeah. just kind of working in a school, we're nearing spring break. So, you know, these weeks just kind of drag on the kids get a little crazy. But I'm always thankful to at the end of the week now be able to come on here and talk Packers with you guys, especially with all the heavy stuff happening in the world. It's nice to kind of have this little escape where we can just kind of be ourselves and do what we love to do. So that's always really nice to do. Well said. Eli, what about yourself, man? Same. Yeah, I just feel like this week has been super hectic, like John mentioned, in the world. And also, I know for me personally, I've been kind of nuts. And it's just nice to have this to look forward to on Fridays, just talk some Packers kind of relax, uh, you know, and each week seems to bring, you know, different kind of news slash rumor news. Uh, no one really knows what's real news anymore, but always something good to talk about when you're covering the Packers. So definitely excited uh, to be with the both of you for the first time this week. Definitely. Eli's being so modest about why he's stressed out. Dude's getting married in less than two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, might... I was thinking he was dealing with like, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's definitely part of it. And <laughs> definitely adds adds to that overall. But I Between think between uh, Aaron Rodgers and the wedding, Eli is yeah. having a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> I need some certainty somewhere. So I really need Aaron Rodgers to lock himself in so I can get that out of my mind. And then yeah, shift. What if you're at the altar and the new the right. news breaks? I feel like that's so weird. <laughs> like every day that we get closer, I'm more convinced that March 9th at you know my wedding that's when the news is going to break whether it's positive or negative i just know it's going to happen then and i'm just going to have to stop everything like guys it was a good try we'll do it again next year i gotta go figure out what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. wait hang on hang on hang on time up you're 
Why is Matt so confused? I'm not sure. I wish you guys so could see Matt's married face on March right now. <laughs> I feel like that's like that is like the day after the franchise tag deadline. Like there's a, like Janelle's kind of. I thought she was joking. Like I, I was. I, no, I, no, I'm it's March ninth. Yeah. I just it's, assume that like, like that's Matt's actually a possibility. Face is so funny right now. I thought she was being sarcastic. <laughs> no, it's. I know. The second I saw that that's the date for the tag deadline, I was like, oh god, whether it's Devante or Rogers or both. It's going to happen that day, and I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. So should be really interesting. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yeah, it's actually a possibility. But anyways, I mean, as far as Rogers news, obviously, everyone saw it today. Um, are we, like, late? Are we late? I think our audio is really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't noticed anything, but I just couldn't tell if you know Matt Mine was got... just in such shock that are Matt and I not lined up because I was feel I... like we keep talking was at I... the same time. Yeah, no one is. No one's lined up. That's good. That's so weird. I've never had that problem on Streamyard. Yeah, no, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I me neither. This is like a Zen. This is like a ZenCaster problem. Yeah, this is why we ditch ZenCaster. I don't even actually know used it the other day. Oh. <laughs> um, I feel like, fuck. It's better Everything now, but I don't. Everything seemed okay. My like mine got really shitty. I don't know if I was the only one. It could have been maybe just me. Do I look? I mean, I don't. I haven't noticed. I honestly haven't noticed from either of you. No, it's it's probably literally just mine because that's why I froze to Janelle said right. I didn't know if you were just like in shock or if you were. <laughs> I yeah, wouldn't keep the same face that long. <laughs> okay, let's. Where did we? I, feel like we were I guess we'll just leading into the Rogers news. I mean, I feel like we should just start off from like pitching it back to you initially, though, because I don't want to. Like, that's just a weird transition. Otherwise, I feel like. Okay. After Janelle said, "What the hell's going on?" So, the, yeah. the wedding stuff. We'll get to that quickly, and then we'll get to the. The Olympic yeah, shit and Rogers. Yeah. So well said. Oh, go hang on, hang on. Well said, Janelle. Uh, Eli, what about yourself? I have had, uh, yeah, an interesting week myself as well, and uh, definitely was looking forward all week to doing this uh, show with the both of you. It's as you mentioned, the first time all three of us are together, and just in general, knowing that you know we have this at the end of each week. Is just kind of a nice thing to look forward to. And, yeah, I mean, with the Packers right now, we all know that there's a lot going on with mostly quarterback one, but there's also some other things happening. So definitely a lot to talk about. Definitely, definitely. It's been – and Janelle, I think, mentioned before the show, Eli, you're stressed out a little bit because you're getting married. Is that, is that my understanding as well? Like, I am getting married in about uh, – I believe it's 12 days from now. Actually, 12 days, Aaron Rodgers. Maybe I have to do something for that. We'll see. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I might have to just do it for myself, not publicize why I'm doing something, but maybe I'll have to do something special. <laughs> so as everyone concocts uh, DMs to you of what you should wear under your, like, like if it's a Packers jersey, Packers socks, yeah. whatever they need to DM you for your, your outfit, then I'm sure it'll fly your your wife and current fiance will be super super on board with that i'm sure yeah. um let's get into a little bit more of rogers talk though right 
Uh, it was a slow week in contrast to last week. Eli and I were lucky to get to be able to talk about the new uh, coaches coming in. Uh, Tom Clements, just kind of recapping that. Uh, the new linebacker coach, we were able to talk about Zadarius Smith. And nothing really has taken flight from Z's um, cryptic emojis from last week. He did it again, I think, uh, earlier in the week. And it's like, dude, give it a rest. Like, enough. But besides that, there was some Aaron Rodgers talk today, if that's actually what you want to call it. Um, it seems like he takes up the headline anytime there isn't something going on in the sports world that is – super relevant outside of baseball, maybe the NBA All-Star game. But it's it was a Rogers Friday. Uh, once again, his buddy Greg Jennings spouting off about stuff on Fox Sports. I actually like wasn't paying much attention to my phone, shockingly, between when this happened on Twitter. I kind of missed the start of the Pat McAfee show and didn't even watch it all today, which is rare, or listen to it, I should say. Um, but it sounded like that was debunked pretty quickly from his boy, Pat. Um, Greg saying that he wanted some guaranteed money, $50 million is that – hilarious number that was thrown out there obviously making the highest paid quarterback highest paid player like it it seemed fishy and janelle said this before um you got on Eli. janelle was like this just seems fishy like it just it just seems off it seems crazy like he could ask for that last year like what was i guess eli what was your initial reaction to the the news that greg jennings or just that 50 million dollar number was out there what what was your initial thoughts i mean when i first saw it i mean I, I I was kind of like conflicted because there's the side of, you know, it's not the craziest thing ever for him to look at other quarterback contracts and say, well, I'm the back-to-back MVP. And if I'm going to sign some kind of extension or be here for at least the near future, I want a certain, you know, I want to be the highest paid player, which again, um, I think is definitely a fair ask from him. But at the same time, in my opinion, and the way it sounded from other reports we heard, which we'll get to, I mean, I don't think at this point in his career, his number one priority is money. Like, I think, you know, it's obviously easy to talk about other people's money, but we all know how much money he's made, how much money he's going to continue to make with all kind of endorsement deals and just being Aaron Rodgers. So right now we know his number one focus is winning another Super Bowl. And if he goes and takes, you know, a $50 million contract, and then all of a sudden you can sign someone like Devontae Adams or Devondre Campbell or Razul Douglas or a handful of other players that could be on the table for them, I don't think he stands to benefit for that. Like, I think for him, he's going to value a ring a lot more than than money. So if it's, you know what, instead of giving you $50 million, you're going to get around $40 million, but this way we could re-sign Devontae and make some other moves, whatever, I think he's going to be a lot quicker to sign that deal than to sign a deal, okay, $50 million, but you're losing Devontae. We're not going to have a you know Devondre back in the middle of the defense. Like, I just don't think it makes much sense for him. Like, right now, he has basically, you know, quote, unquote, you know, all the money in the world, but he doesn't have all the rings in the world, and I think he wants more rings. So I, that's why, for me, I, I don't think he's going to end up with such a contract, but – I think even if he does, he's only going to take it still knowing the biggest piece for sure is that Devontae can still somehow end up on a team because I just don't think it's worth it to him to take such a contract and lose Devontae. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, and I think to just kind of coattail on that, I mean, at the end of the season, he talked about not wanting to be a part of a rebuild. And that's basically what you would have to do if you take a contract that's that big. You'd lose some really key players and... It just, yeah, it's like kind of like Matt said before we were live. It just, it seemed odd to me that number being thrown out there, you know, don't always know where these reports come from. I just kind of see it circulating. I don't, I don't know where the original source was, but yeah, obviously there's, you know, a lot to consider and I don't, I could never blame a guy for wanting to chase money, but Rogers is also chasing rings. You know, he is in a position where he can, go hopefully win another Super Bowl and it's really hard to do those things together to get that big of a contract and also keep the team around you that can help you get back to the big stage so there's just a lot of factors that made it it seemed off and then it was nice to see you know McAfee come in and mention you know Rogers basically said that those were false and yeah I'm sure like he'll get paid but he'll he'll get paid in a way that doesn't debunk the entire organization and you know he's he's not unaware of the cap situation and you know he'll he'll get money that he thinks he deserves and that's why you negotiate things and that's why you know Russ Ball is in the office and all those different factors but yeah to just you know have numbers like that thrown around and then of course you know he mentioned Greg Jennings um, everybody's favorite former Packer coming on and just kind of talking about how you know, Rogers is selfish for that kind of stuff. Just, you know, anytime he gets a chance to have that platform to talk negatively about Rogers, he takes it. And, you know, that's the only way he stays relevant. And I honestly thought that I had him muted on Twitter, like his, you know, he can mute words, but I didn't think of all the different ways that he could pop up on my timeline. So unfortunately he's been all over the place with me, but yeah, just, you know, Rogers is smart and he's going to do what he thinks he he's going to get what he thinks he's worth, but he's not going to do it in a way that completely backfires on the entire team. So I think it's nice to see, you know, with the negative claims coming out towards him because of a number that he, you know, was reported nice to see teammates having Rogers back in that sense too, because I feel like this is, it's like living in the twilight zone every time something like anytime Jennings opens his mouth, it's like the same thing. And that's the same responses from teammates basically saying you're wrong and all this stuff. And Jennings, you were that guy. So don't even talk. So just, you know, another 
Friday in Packer Nation. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 spot on to what you're saying. Janelle is like the fact that it's it's Greg Jennings again coming out and saying stuff, and he used the word selfish, right? And and actually, to my discredit, I guess initially when I saw the report, I actually I, on my phone I was like, oh, he's actually I thought he was actually defending Aaron, saying like he deserves fifty million dollars. And then of course it took me two three seconds to actually listen to the McAfee clip, read some of the the things that he had said on. Um, on, the, on his Fox show and just like what what Greg was actually getting to and it's just like dude like using the word selfish about Aaron like I, I feel like at the end of the day like I don't know why you would think it, and Eli brought it up earlier it's like he, he's made so much damn money and we've learned about his personality so much in the last couple of years being you know in the platforms and obviously more in the news just for so many different reasons like pop culture and everything else like at the end of the day, like if this was two, three, four years ago, shoot, I would have thought, yeah, Aaron wants to be the highest paid player, highest paid quarterback. He's not after the cash, but at this point, that would just be absolutely stupid. And it was great to see that it was finally shut down by Pat right away. Um, you know, got to believe that he was actually texting back and forth with Aaron. Aaron said it's certifiably incorrect. So I don't know how much more definitive you can be about an answer um, than asking a guy directly, him texting you it back two words, pretty much lays it out for you. Um, and there'd be no reason, like Janelle mentioned, like th- to take that money would just be stupid. If you actually want to go win a ring, that's fine. Um, would it necessarily p- put them in a rebuild? No, because it wouldn't be that long of a contract. But like you're not able, like Janelle said, to to build around him, like whether it's to sign your draft class effectively or to be able to bring back some of these free agents or bring in guys. So it was stupid, dumb. There's not much more to get to it other than that. Uh, it didn't drag into the weekend. It was pretty much debunked by about lunchtime right. when it came out at yeah. 9, 10 o'clock. And Rappaport, uh, even, Rappaport went on McAfee, too, to kind of mention, you exactly. know, like if he was chasing the money, he could have taken it last year, but he didn't. So, you know, Rappaport's somebody who I have a lot of respect for and I find extremely credible through all of the Roger stuff. So for him to come on and kind of talk about that, you know, it's it's just kind of a reminder, like, yeah, if he wanted the money, he would have taken it last year. It wouldn't have stretched out to this year. So I think that's also something that's important for people to remember. And yeah, so Rappaport saying, you know, I don't think it's about the money. I, I agree with him. Yeah. Yeah. And for, I mean, for Greg, just to basically transition his career into being in the bullpen for whatever media outlet is like, ah, dude, we need, we need a soundbite today. Like that's bring it, <laughs> bring in Greg, like bring in 85. Like it just, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why it, yeah. it's continued to be his brand and he's leaned into it even more and more. And there's other I players. Think it was, was it Steve from Packaday who tweeted? He's like, well, Greg Jennings be the first person to be booed at his Packer hall of fame induction. I mean, I feel like, it's I was really like damn, like maybe it's real. Like, I don't what part of Packer Nation, like what Packer fans right now are actually active fans of Greg Jennings as opposed people to people who hate Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. But I'm saying <laughs> as being fans, I would say most people are actively not fans and actively dislike him. And like you said, Matt, I mean, about being in the bullpen, like sometimes, you know, these things could be exaggerated, this, that. I truly don't think I've seen Greg Jennings' name in, in what, eight-plus years if it's not linked to him saying something negative about Aaron Rodgers. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, we've seen other people be negative or positive, but they have other takes. They have other things to talk about. They have other opinions. This, that literally no one is talking to Greg Jennings, calling Greg Jennings, texting him. No one cares what he has to say unless it's like, oh, you know what? Like you said, maybe we could use a good soundbite today about Aaron Rodgers. Let's get Greg Jennings to come. Well, didn't and he at one point want to like repair it too? Like repairing allegedly. your relationship yeah, allegedly, yeah. doesn't he mean going that. out and like regurgitating the same thing you've yeah. said over and over and over negatively about somebody, and then you're upset that you don't have a relationship. Exactly. I mean, then he, then he complains. Oh, 
you know, why won't he talk to me? Why can't we, you know, repair stuff? And it's like, dude, you literally did this to yourself. And I don't know how you expect after not once, not twice, not five times, not 10, like so over all the years since he's left Green Bay, he hasn't said a single positive thing about Aaron Rodgers. Why, why would he go out of his way to try to repair that relationship? And clearly it would just be fake. Like it would probably just be for Jennings to get more chances to be back in the media. If, he, if people see that him and Rodgers had any kind of conversation, the whole thing's ridiculous. And Jennings mm-hmm. is just very clearly, you know, trying to hang on to any relevance and any kind of anything just by having, I mean, I feel like the day Aaron Rodgers retires, which obviously won't be for many, many years, we probably won't hear Greg Jennings' name again until, I guess, his Hall of Fame injection for the Packers. But outside of that, I mean, who's no one's going to call up Greg Jennings, you know, two, three years after Rodgers is retired. Never going to hear his name again. Which is no. really because he was he was a really fun player to watch. He had a great career. It's just, you know, he could have done so much better for himself in, you know, the Packer world. And he chose a more villainous path. And it's unfortunate, but here we are. And whatever yeah, you always need a villain yeah and ever since he left the packers it's yeah ever since he left the packers it's just like he's he's fizzled out like janelle kind of mentioned like you're never going to shame someone for going to you know get some more money right and he obviously went and did that with minnesota and then shortly with the dolphins and now he's on fox sports uh which is one reason i speak for myself why i don't watch it because i don't watch the fox sports because i think it's absolute <laughs> yeah. trash and it's just transitioned to a spot where i don't like but one thing i did watch guys was the Winter Olympics. And I don't know about you guys. I know Janelle and I had talked uh, two weeks ago. Hockey, she told me that the USA women were going to beat the Canadian women. Um, I feel led astray, bamboozled, um, lied to Janelle. No, that didn't happen. But there are well, there, there were other games and events that did occur that we're going to try to – yeah, we're going we're gonna to try to play a little game out of. So we're each picking two Winter Olympic events – um these were compiled through the minds and the viewers and the production team that is the pack a day podcast saturday crew so we're each going to go through two of them and kind of give you i assume janelle this is kind of your idea the the player that we want to do this event right because they have a great skill set they're going to be competitive they're going to they're going to do what they need to do obviously there's some that are um you know multi-purpose i think you could make an argument for a few uh we'll see if we pick those along the way but Janelle, I'm going to start with you. You have a list of some that we gave you because they're more in your range. Obviously, hockey was one of them. A uh, couple other skating events possibly too, but you got a combination there. What, what are you running with the first one, and uh, who do you think should be a part of this uh, event? Yeah, so I'm going to save my hockey one. You know, got to save best for last, so I'm going to leave you hanging with that one. But I'm going to go with my my freestyle figure skater. So, <laughs> you know, I kind of I, – I like to do a little bit of research. Eli saw this when we did this on Open Book for the Summer Olympics. I like to figure out really what it takes to be good in this sport and kind of who I think follows that. So, you know, to be a good figure skater, you need to know how to jump, glide, spin, stop, and skip. And, you know, you need to have good balance, coordination, agility, flexibility, and speed. And when I heard all those different things, it kind of reminded me of Devontae Adams and his route running. And, you know, we've seen him jump up, spin in a celly to put the ball through the goalpost after a touchdown. So there's just a lot of characteristics that Devontae Adams, I thought that he would be the best freestyle figure skater because he can start and stop and he's got speed and he's got balance and coordination and just style points and all that good stuff. So I really thought Devontae Adams out of everybody on the Packers 
would go win me gold in freestyle figure skating. Yeah, I think that's a slam dunk. I yeah. love that. Like the like you start talking about the footwork and stuff. Like that's that's spot on for me. And I love how you get into it. Like what what it actually takes, right? I mean, yeah, I, maybe a smaller person. I I don't even know who you'd pick. Someone just maybe more slender, a little little small guy, maybe a cornerback of some sort of small Aaron Jones. Like, but this actually makes sense. You got to have good feet and little bit of free skate there they've always said like people that do uh like dance or like ballet or whatever like athletes like they usually have better coordination so i kind of compare and contrast it to that eli you can't pick Devonte adams for your event your first one but what's your event and who are you going with so my event is men's snowboarding and uh i think i think the perfect person to go with on this one is david bakhtiari for for a number of reasons Number one, oh my gosh. okay. Number one, he he has the vibe of just a snowboarder, just like that. You know that guy who's gonna go crush some beers on the mountain, go flying down, and just see what happens. But also, you got to think about the visual. Number one, obviously, he's a large larger man, so it'd be kind of fun and slash comical to see him going at high speeds down a mountain. But he also got the long hair, so that'll be you know flowing in the back, and like old school I, Sean White. Exactly. Like, like Sean White, but yeah, if he dyed his hair black is kind of where my mind was going with it. So I just think David Bakhtiari would be the perfect person to watch, crush a couple beers, go down the mountain real fast. Uh, I don't know how many, uh, you know, if he did any jumps, I don't know what kind of style points he might give us, but I do have faith <laughs> that he would make it down the mountain in one piece and it would be very entertaining to watch for everyone. And uh, yeah, he just, he just gives me that vibe of someone who would be a fun person to go to, you know, the, the ski lodge with for the weekend, get pretty messed up, try going snowboarding and see what happens from there. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? We've all struggled with mental health in different ways, especially during a pandemic, and I'm certainly no different. Keeping myself centered mentally is such a huge part of my overall health goals, and that's where BetterHelp has helped me. BetterHelp has the ability to assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, plus you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. You can even schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed, and it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy. Plus, financial aid is available if needed. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash packaday. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And of course, we have a special offer for Packaday listeners, as you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash packaday. Support for the Packaday podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off in free worldwide shipping with code Packaday at Manscaped.com. 
Friends, inside this package, you're going to find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Crop Preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver toner, Performance Boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. And let me tell you a bit more about this Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, sort of important, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight you need for a more precise shave. Right now, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code Packaday at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code Packaday. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Janelle, you didn't really, you know, preface to me when we started recording with Eli for these episodes that I was just gonna have to weave through his absolute terrible takes like that. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. what are, okay, so I like wish they called they called David Bakhtiari the big giraffe. They call him the big giraffe. Like, he's lanky. What the hell? Like, how is he going to be coordinated enough, Eli, to be on a snowboard? Come on. Who wouldn't want to see a giraffe on a snowboard going down a mountain? I mean, that would actually be pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. To be fair, Eli also, when we did this for the Summer Olympics, he picked, oh, gosh, I wish I could remember. I know it was a big boy to do diving, and he just said he was going to do cannonballs. Yeah. uh, Mercedes Lewis doing cannonballs. Like, I don't know if it was. Kenny Clark. It, it might have been. It was. It was somebody you know similar to Kenny Clark. I don't know if it was. No, I think it was T.J. Slayton. I think. Oh, yeah. I think Eli I had T.J. Slayton but... doing diving from a diving board, but not <laughs> like, diving. Cannonballs. Cannonballs. Yeah. So Eli always likes to pick a big man to do something, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it creates a beautiful vision. <laughs> exactly. You got to. You got to think about the visual when you're doing this. And I, I'm think... very technical. Eli's very. What would be well, the most? Well, fun you to should do? know my second. <laughs> my technical. second pick. I actually did research into the sport, and it was a okay. very. It was okay. a very te- uh, calculated pick. Okay, mine's not as calculated as Janelle's, but also in the same vein as Eli's just kind of ridiculous for no reason other than just to be ridiculous. So I'm going to go with, uh, with curling. Obviously it seems like curling to most casual people. I've never curled. I feel like I could throw a rock, right? Brush some, brush some ice, just really get out there and get with it. Now, one gentleman out of Wisconsin, uh, Matt Hamilton stud, right? On the USA Mm -hmm. team, good hair, good lip sweater. I feel like a guy that's got a good good salad going on is Royce Newman. Royce Newman, young guy, can kind of get limber a little bit. I think he just – if Matt Hamilton is like the epitome of USA curling, Royce Newman off of appearance, which is not you know great to base it off of. I wish I would do it after what you need to do to be a good curler, but I don't know what the hell it is. So based (laughs) off just a sick mullet alone, I'm getting Royce Newman on the curling team and maybe Matt can mentor him a little bit and they can share hair tips, but – I don't know what it takes to be a good curler. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Would, okay. So would you have Newman? Would you have him being the glider? Would you have him being a sweeper? Like, what do you want to do? I mean, whatever way the, the mullet can fly, fly more. If he's like gliding, I feel like it's going to be in the wind. If yeah, he's sweeping, I, I think, it might just be going back to back. But I, yeah. whatever, whatever Matt, whatever coach Matt Hamilton wants, that's that's where he's <laughs> going to figure Matt wants, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't Matt. know the hell. Matt's are usually no pretty good coaches. Matt's are decent coaches. Yeah, Janelle? Yeah, so Devont, now because we got yeah, Devonta Adams is gone. Obviously, David Bakhtiari, the absolute athlete, and Royce Newman is also gone. So your next sport, your final sport, and who is going to take on the gold for the USA? Yeah, so now I was kind of panicking. I was like, oh gosh, I hope nobody takes my hockey player here. Obviously, this was the first one I picked. It was the one I was most sure of. You know, hockey players, you have to have a good base, speed, agility, strength, and hockey players 
have very strong lower bodies. You know, they're all about the big quads, the big glutes. And obviously I'm putting the quad father himself on my hockey team. He he's built like a hockey player. I cannot think of anything better to have than AJ Dillon out there skating, putting hits on guys and just putting the puck in the back of the net. You know, he obviously is a running back. He's got the speed and agility. His legs give him a lot of strength and yeah, AJ Dillon is going to go out there and just body so many people. He's going to be a goon, but he's also going to have good puck skill. Like he's going to do all of it. He's got the so mentality, you, and he's going to be up there, top of the podium, holding that gold medal. Love it. He, so I, Janelle, I did, yeah. AJ Dillon, big Wisconsin dude, Door County dude. He's outside yep. a lot, right? Also yeah. went to Boston College. Also from Connecticut, Northeast. Oh yeah. I don't want to keep territory. You know, champion, champion you and Duncan on Eli this episode, but you're making it really easy for me. So I, yeah, damn, I mean, that's a damn good pick. Most of you know, you look at where a lot of the USA hockey players are from, and it's Minnesota, Wisconsin. At least school wise, it's Minnesota schools, Wisconsin, and then Boston. So again, AJ Dillon just hitting all categories, and yeah, I mean, nice guy. But you put him on a pair of skates, and he's just going to wreak havoc on everybody. Eli, your thoughts thus far, and are you surprised we've all picked four thus far four offensive players? Um, I do like the pick of AJ Dillon for hockey because I've actually played a handful of years of ice hockey, and as Jen said, you definitely do need to have some strong legs. I know that I didn't. That's why I ended up playing goalie because I was too lazy to run around. But A.J. Dillon on a pair of skates coming at you full speed has got to be a pretty scary sight. So I would love to see it. I don't yeah. know how we can organize like a, a Packers charity hockey game, but A.J. Dillon would definitely be the MVP. Yeah. No, he would be pretty tough to stop. So I do like that pick. And I am a little bit surprised we've gone all offense. And I wish I could be changing that with my next pick, but I will not be. Because I'll be staying on offense with a sport that – is universally loved by everyone, which is luge, which if you don't know what luge is, it is a kind of like a sled that you go and you like push it on and then one or two people, depending on which competition, you jump on it and you basically just go super fast between a bunch of ice and it looks really cool, honestly, to like to watch it on TV. It's actually pretty interesting. So if you haven't seen it, I would go check out some luge and um, a loser, according to my extensive <laughs> research, a loser steers loser. by using their calf muscles. And if we all remember each year, it seems like during training camp, we always get those pictures of Aaron Rodgers flexing Here those calf muscles. And look, if you're steering a sled going, um, I'm sorry, the speed's about 25 miles an hour uh, or maybe even more. I was hoping you're going to say it in kilometers and try to have to yeah. like figure it out. So, by the way, that's why I said maybe more because then I saw it wasn't miles per hour, it was kilometers. <laughs> and like, I don't know the conversion of that. So I'm just going to go around 25. You're miles going miles. fast. Yeah, you're going fast. Exceeding speeds of 20 miles yeah. an hour. You are going fast downhill on ice. And your whole steering system is your calves. And I'm sorry, I just, I don't think, I mean, you got the quad father, but he's not the calf. That's a weird thing to say. Calf, the calf, calf daddy. <laughs> yeah, the calf, boom, the calf daddy. Jen's got it. That's good. So Aaron Rodgers would be the calf daddy in this instance. And <laughs> I think he would do quite well for himself. You know, he's got, he's got the calves. He's got the good. And also you need some shoulders. We all know Aaron Rodgers uh, throwing the football. We all know how strong his shoulders must be. So 
yeah, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers as my gold medalist loser. And I'm going to probably use the word loser a ton now that I've seen it. So just be prepared for that over the next few weeks. <laughs> Fantastic. I yeah. was, I mean, I was absolutely thinking, as I've come to know you more, Eli, and we've come, gotten acquainted with each, other, with, with each other a little bit more the last few weeks, I've, it's obviously even before that I've known you're a bigger Aaron Rodgers fan. And I was wondering, I'm like, is there any way he's going to get Aaron Rodgers, like you said, the luge, I mean, you had a couple other here. I'm going to throw them out here. Cross country skiing, ski jumping, men snowboarding. You pick slow. I'm like, this is going to be kind of tough. He doesn't want to get his yeah. boy his boy injured. And you went with luge, which is obviously a very quick sport, as you've mentioned, with the, yeah. the 25 plus miles an hour. And I, 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 I don't know why I doubted you that you'd somehow get 12 <laughs> doing one of these. I, I had to. I had to. I know. But the calf, the calf thing, that's good. I mean, you did actually you actually did your research. I didn't know yeah, that's how I'm they proud steered. of Eli for I, that one. Yeah, no, I, I, mean, I didn't I, know that's how they steered. I wouldn't. Me neither. I wouldn't have thrown him in for nothing. But once I saw that you steer with your calf muscle, which I don't even know how it's possible. Like, how does the calf steer? Who knows? But uh, once I saw that, it was like, all right, the calf daddy, <laughs> by Jen Mackey, which I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do something about that now. So my last couple here, um, I'm not gonna say all the ones that I've left. I'm gonna say what it came down to. I really wanted to pick someone for the biathlon, and every year. It, it's one of those events where I'm like, this is like kind of cool. Like you got this, the, the cross country skiing and it's a little bit more of a traverse terrain. They're also doing the rifle shooting. And it's like, this is, this is pretty sweet. Unfortunately, like, I don't feel like there's anyone that I know of on the team. And I'm sure someone could tweet me on Twitter or DM me saying, who's like a big hunter, like who's a ski shooter or something like that. Obviously Brett Favre used to go hunting with Frank Winters. I think there's other guys. I want to say uh, there's not like, Aberderis or Janice on this team right exactly, now. Exactly. <laughs> Aaron, yeah. that was the other two. Aaron Ripkowski, those guys are hunter guys. I don't feel like there's a hunter. Vitaly, I think I've seen right. recently. Yeah, just there's no one else. So I stuck with another a different sport that I know is absolutely exhilarating to watch. Gotta be on skates and you just go fast. You just go as fast as possible. Speed skating. I think speed skating is really, really fun to watch. I didn't see it as much as I probably wanted to or should have. This Olympics is that's fine. But someone I want to see on skis or excuse me, on skates, is I'm going to finally pick a defensive player out of basically spite for all of us. I don't know how we all picked five <laughs> offensive players thus far. I'm going to go with Eric Stokes, one of the fastest players on the team right now. Ooh, Super it. quick dude last year. Obviously ran an incredible 4-2-ish 40. It seems like a young man's game. I could be absolutely wrong on that, though. That might be a veteran sport that you can be a speed skater at. But it seems like to go that fast and that much, you know, uh, many forces, I guess, on your body going around the curves on a, you know, in your lower half, I think – I'm going to go with Eric Stokes, other than the fact that I just think he's damn quick. I don't know if there's anyone faster on the roster from what we've heard. MVS probably is up there, but I'm just saying I, I, I trust Eric, Eric Stokes a little bit more uh, to stay on his feet than uh, MVS. So I'm going with Eric Stokes. I like my pick. Is there any any that you guys were considering, maybe an event you wanted to pick someone for, like I kind of mentioned, or someone you wanted to just see out there, like Eli picked, maybe just doing absolutely ridiculous stuff because they're uncoordinated? <laughs> Well, I, I feel a little bit of disrespect because, you know, Kurt Benkert has shown he's like a skateboarder. He's that kind of guy. That's so not fair. put him in as your snowboarder. That like, would have been a good one. If, if I would have had snowboarding, Benkert definitely would have been my gold medalist at I'll snowboarding. Honest, he's I just, didn't, I didn't know he's that, that guy, was, you know. Uh, I didn't know he was a skater. I, I have not seen him on a skateboard before. If I would have known that, I probably would have pushed me Do that way. Do you Eli? Come on, be better. <laughs> I know, but, I, you know, look, once once I put together the David Bakhtiari, you know, you got the hair, the size, the mountain, the velocity of going downhill, I got too excited to go anywhere else. <laughs> I guess I'll forgive you for that. 
don't don't let don't let this episode of the podcast of Pack of Day deter you from the fact that a giant giraffe could potentially be on a yeah. snowboard. Like just that visual alone is just an absolute. It, I feel like it's, imagine yeah, it how big me. that snowboard would like his. You know, uh, snowboards are based on your size. Like I'm just either picturing Bakhtiari on like a tiny snowboard, or like how big his snowboard would actually have to be. Like I, I would love to just see like a visual of just yeah. a big man snowboarder doing flips in the air and like doing half pipes and yeah that would be, be really a phenomenal cool. thing to see when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I feel like Family um, Guy would be the perfect place to see them do like a cutaway of a giraffe going snowboarding. I don't know how they would set it up, but Peter would say something stupid and then set up, oh, this is, you know, weirder than the time the giraffe went snowboarding. And then boom. You see David Bakhtiari on a snowboard. That's the dream. Well, right go there. pitch the idea, make millions of dollars, and yeah. remember us when you're famous. <laughs> yeah, definitely. that's literally the best show to pick for that because they they can transition into any cutaway at any yeah. point the way they have that set up. That's yeah. Uh, and I'm uh, tomorrow when this goes out, I'm definitely retweeting or putting in the mentions a v- very poorly Canva photoshopped uh, picture of bacteria on a snowboard so that's 100 yeah. percent happening i'm going to create that tonight um but as we transition through the offseason guys obviously stick with pack a day podcast we're coming down to a um, couple deadlines here obviously uh first january 1st free agency is going to start we're gonna have the franchise tag on the 8th i believe is when it's done eli's getting married and might have an absolute debacle come that <laughs> marriage day might have to postpone it if aaron Rodgers yeah. leaves and wants 50 million dollars it goes elsewhere but obviously stick with us on pack a day podcast if you aren't already subscribed on to however you're listening to this take out your phone pull up your laptop wherever the hell you're listening park your car pull out whatever device it is that's connected make sure you're subscribed rate review um, on all platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. You know the drill. Um, and if you're not connected with the whole Packaday team, make sure you're reaching out to us at Packaday Podcast on Twitter. Eli, where can everyone reach you this off season and hopefully, I guess, send you wedding wedding gifts, okay. wedding wedding offerings. Anyone who, yeah, uh, you can uh, send all your wedding gifts and all your best uh, wishes over to Book of Eli underscore NFL on Twitter. And uh, yeah, as as you guys mentioned, it'll be it'll be a you know hectic but mostly exciting and fun couple of weeks coming up. But I definitely do want uh, a decision out of number twelve before I have to walk down that aisle because I don't know I don't need my legs shaking on the way down there. I need to be I need to be ready. I need to know we have our quarterback set, and hopefully <laughs> shortly after that, Devonte will be following him back onto the Packers. So. Yeah, it's going to be fun, and that's that's you know what I'm predicting that we will know before March 9th, before March 8th, I should say the deadline of that, 
And I think it's going to be uh, Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay once again. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm looking at the calendar here. I, I honestly think recording this on the 25th, um, the 4th is a Friday. Duh, it's a week from today. Um, the 9th is a Wednesday. I just feel like we get that information before that weekend. Like if we don't get it yeah. on the, you know, the next week at some point, we're not able to in a week from now talk about um, whether it be the franchise take with Devante or uh, the restructuring of Rogers or something with some of these big names, I would be shocked for it to go up, bleed out into the weekend and the stress level for Mr. Eli would absolutely go through <laughs> the roof and as it should, because I wouldn't want to have that looming over my head either. I know Janelle, uh, where can people get a hold of you and give you suggestions on what you should be doing for spring break in a couple weeks? Yeah, uh, you can find all my stuff at Big Mac underscore four on Twitter. All of my content is in the Linktree bio on there. Um, yeah, spring break. I'll be in the crowd watching Eli get married. I'll, I'll have my updates so you know, obviously, if something happens, I'll make sure to interrupt the entire wedding to let Eli know Thank what you. happens with Aaron Rodgers. I'll be sure to be that person. You know, nobody knows me there, so... You know, why not make a fool of myself? But yeah, so lots of stuff going on and it'll be it'll be a fun time. And hopefully for the sake of Eli, there is good news before for the sake of his fiance. You know, I would hate for her to have to start the marriage seeing, you know, I know they say in sickness and in health for better or for worse. I would hate for her to have to deal with the worst of the worst on like the first night. So (laughs) hoping for the best for Eli, for her, for everybody's sake, just bring Rogers back, you know. Packers, if you want to get Eli a wedding gift, bring Aaron Rodgers back and bring Devontae with them. Yeah, that's that's literally the only thing I could ask for. So that would be a hell of a wedding present. I feel like even beforehand <laughs> it'd be a little, or even who knows what's going to happen. I mean, it would be great though, Janelle, if you're there and maybe during the reception, maybe before Eli walks up to the altar for the first time, whatever capacity it's in, you kind of, hey, did you hear the news? And you kind of sell them on something. Maybe it's like a practice, a, pra- a practice squad guy was signed. Greg Renning, Greg Jennings pops off with some other stuff. It would be funny if you actually got him on some fake news. So that, That's a good um, idea, Matt. I'm going to get Eli sweating. I probably should have texted you and said, but you know, cats on the bag. We, we can work on it. But you can find me on Twitter as well uh, at Matt underscore Frey underscore. That's at M A T T underscore F R A underscore. Uh, tweet at all of us. Let us know what you guys are thinking about the Packers season thus far. It's been a pretty decent off season. It seems like Elon and I had talked about last week. It should transition pretty smoothly here, but. We only we only can guess. It can't be anything worse than last offseason, but I expect to have some decisions. Hopefully next week as I look at this calendar, I'm pretty excited. So uh, listen to us from a week from now and stay in contact with all of us. Make sure to reach out to all the Pack-A-Day podcast team. Keep those tweets positive because we all can need it right now. And as we always say, go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.